Hey everybody, welcome back to What's Up Cuz. I'm Erica Spira. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you this week. Thank you all so much for your questions. Uh, if you want to email us, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, Lisa, what's new? Uh, what's going on with the family? Same thing, different day, uh, except for the fact that unfortunately we had couple of people try to break into our home recently while we were here believe it or not really which is a little bit scary so it's been it's been an upwind of a last couple weeks and um you know we're just in the middle of you know we we thank god that we have great people that came in the next day and upgraded all our cameras and our whole system and but you know it's crazy because you feel like so invaded yeah and watching our cameras and and you know we're we live behind a gated place so we never would have thought that you know someone would come through our gates well when you actually see people jump over your gates Mm. and walk around your house like they own the place and look inside your windows oof and you're watching this and you feel like, what's the word I'm trying to find? You feel like... It's violated? Violated. Yeah. You feel violated. And I'm saying to myself, and the crazier part of the whole thing, Erica, is that this happened at six o'clock in the morning. That's what I was going to ask. What time Like what time? When the it? light was coming up, like it, 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 for people to actually be doing this... Yeah. And you could tell in in the cameras they were young kids, and you know, it's a shame. It really is a shame, but it's the most scariest thing, and you feel violated. And the scarier part is, you know, my kids take my dog out at that time in the morning. Because I was gonna say you have the new dog, yeah, who's trained, yeah. That I was like, was he home? He was home, and literally, my you see my son exactly eight minutes later walk out with my dog oh wow like that could have been my son encountering them listen duke would have definitely did his job um so but at the same time you still feel violated Mm -hmm. and and to take it a step further duke doesn't usually get up that early in the morning really he was he happened to be sleeping in buddy's room that day Mm. and um because normally he's he's a roamer you know he's our protection dog so he's allowed to roam and uh that day he happened to just be sleeping in buddy's room and buddy's room happens to be right on top of the garages oh and that's exactly where these guys came from and duke woke buddy up but buddy didn't think anything of it he just thought he needed to go outside yeah and and that's why you see exactly eight minutes later buddy taking duke out Mm. so duke knew something was going on yeah well they i mean dogs already can just hear exactly so So now that shame on me for not realizing it but who would have ever thought that someone would jump over my gates and my fences you know yeah but now we are on high alert, and uh, like I said, our system is upgraded by a thousand. So, well, I was gonna say the footage 
uh, was it basically them going around checking if any doors were unlocked slash if people were home? Yeah. So from what I could tell from the footage is that they were looking inside my windows in my garage. Um, I guess I guess if I had to assume they were looking for cars. Mm. Um, so because you see them walking around the side. We had some cars outside. They checked if they were open. But again, the funny part is not funny, but it's like, all right, let's just say I did leave my cars open, which they weren't. Thank God. Mm-hmm. How are you getting outside of my gate? You jumped over to get in. How yeah. are you getting out? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think they actually really think these things through. <laughs> yeah. Or even with the car, I'm, I'm wondering, like, if they take the car, is it like they bring it somewhere and it's they take the car apart because i'm like i I feel like everything's so trackable now even just with gps i don't know talking to the police officers apparently they sell the cars they have to be in good condition so obviously they can't drive through my gates because then they're not in perfect condition yeah i don't know i don't know honestly erica what goes through these these poor kids heads i have to say poor kids because like i said they look young they probably, you know, unfortunately had a rough upbringing, rough life. And you have to feel bad for kids like this, mm-hmm. you know. And I could just hope and pray that they get the help they need and hope and pray that, you know, doesn't happen again. Because right. like I said, I do definitely feel invaded. And for the safety of, you know, ourselves and my children and, you know, thank God for Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But uh, I know I've had a couple friends, not many, but a couple friends that apartment got broken into and they all say exactly what you said, but they had some stuff taken. But nowadays it's usually never anything big. Mm-hmm. It's like video games, like easy, quick stuff people can sell, right? Where they're like, it's not like they even took anything crazy valuable. Like yeah. it's very hard actually to steal jewelry and like sell it at a really good profit. Um, but they all were like, you just feel completely violated yeah because someone was in your space and then the second thought they have is like was someone watching me like a certain amount of time figuring out my schedule figuring when to break in and out you know like kind of thing and obviously the other fear is are they going to break in again exactly it's yeah i i knock on wood haven't had something like that but it's i've had in my neighborhood growing up and it's not like it was you know, crazy neighborhood, just a regular suburban neighborhood. And there was a, someone would go around the cars at night. And so there was a couple people that had like, when we had the GPSs, GPSs got taken, but there was one house that like the garage door was open and they went in the house. And it's the same thing of, it's like, it's like fearless. It's unbelievable. You don't know who it is, but it's it's like, I'm like, I would be scared out of my mind to just walk into someone's house for no reason while they're home. That's why, like, I, I truly, you have to feel bad for, for these people because you know from what i saw from my cameras they were young kids mm-hmm. you know it's just it's sad it's really sad yeah and it's i mean and it's been a tough year for everybody too so it's like you know, exactly i don't know but i'm glad i mean i'm glad that you guys are all okay that's thank god a little freaky thank god but even better that you have duke yes <laughs> <laughs> if you debated getting a dog like well you know you're like good decision uh, yeah <laughs> like, all right i guess the dog could stay good boy duke good boy yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know what li- little bella would have done <laughs> actually bella is my three pound bully that's what i call yeah. her between bella and duke i think i'm in good shape yeah she'll at least make noise she'll oh, be like yeah. someone's here oh yeah <laughs> Uh, all right well we got a couple of emails today uh thank you guys again for emailing in uh the email if you want to send us a note is what's up cuz pod at gmail.com all right so first one here 
There's no title on this one, but okay. it's about, about a mother-in-law situation. Oh, boy. As always. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hi there. Love your show. Enjoy listening. Y'all have such great advice. My question is, I have two children, one that will be three this month and the other that will be one in February. My mother-in-law has helped me watch my three-year-old two to three days a week since she was three weeks old. My husband and I work full-time running our family business. When my son was born, which was slightly prior to the beginning of the pandemic, my mother-in-law showed no interest in watching my son and still does not offer, not even once a week on a different day that she watches my daughter. It really bothers me and my husband that she shows no interest in watching our son, and we feel like she is missing out on getting to know him as a baby and fear she is just showing favoritism towards our daughter. Should we say something to her or just let it go? Thank you. All right. Um, so she still watches the daughter sometimes. Yeah, so I'm a little like. bit confused. So she still watches the daughter and wants to watch her, but shows no interest in the son, mm-hmm. which to me is a little confusing. I have to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, I have know friends that are in the situation that they've had kids and the mom or the mother-in-law watch them a couple days a week or you know the mom and the mother-in-law split it yeah you know which is great listen i I give props to all moms and mother-in-laws that do help with with their kids kids if they have to work full-time because there's nothing like you know if you have the opportunity there's nothing like family you know helping out with the kids um do I think that it's a little awkward that she's still watching the older daughter and has an offer to watch the baby? I do, but maybe there's a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, I don't know how old the mother-in-law is and and maybe, you know, watching one is putting a toll on her and she doesn't know if she could handle two, which is okay, but yeah. I also feel like if, I think honesty is the best policy. I was always raised with honesty is the best policy and whether the mother-in-law doesn't feel like she could handle two, she should be honest with them and vice versa. If they feel like, why aren't they offering to watch my son? Then they should sit down with her and be honest. Say, you know, is it something we did? Is it too much for you? You know, do I feel like it's fair if, you know, if she watches the daughter two days a week, let's just say it's a, you know, Monday, Tuesday, do I think it's fair that on Wednesday, Thursday, she's got to watch the son? No, because mm-hmm. maybe she wants some time for herself, too. Right, yeah. You know, she's already helping out with a couple days a week. I feel like they should really sit down and talk through how they're feeling. And maybe if if the mother-in-law is not going to say anything, maybe they should sit down and bring up the subject in a nice way because she is still watching mm-hmm. the daughter. Yeah. And and take it more as of, you know, we were just concerned, you know, why you haven't asked to watch the baby. Is it because it's too much to handle, which we understand if it is, because, you know, mm-hmm. again, we don't know how old she is, but I think it's definitely worth a conversation. Yeah, I was going to say my first thought was age of the mother-in-law. But then also, I'm like, if you both work full time, someone's watching the kid. So I kind of was like, is there another, like, do you have a nanny that's just for the baby? Because the mother-in-law might just kind of be like, I don't want to interfere with whatever the baby watching the son or the mother-in-law might think, yeah, you, you kind of are like, okay, we got this taken care of. And I don't think the mother-in-law would feel insulted, but I think it's kind of just like 
someone's got to be watching this other kid. I well, you know like. what it is? I don't think we have a lot of information because she did have this other baby right prior to COVID. Yeah. So are they running their family business from home right now together? Because a lot of companies are working from home. Yeah. I don't know what type of family business they have. So maybe the mother-in-law feels, well, he's not even a year old yet. You know, before that they're a year and they're mobile, they're kind of easy. You plop them in a place and... Yeah, you know, they're, they're still napping <laughs> twice a week. Yeah. I mean, twice twice, twice a day, yeah. not twice a week. Yeah, twice a week. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So maybe she feels like, all right, I'll take the older one out of their hands because she's more mobile and she's more, you know, needy at this point where the baby's not. Yeah. I think there's more information in here that we really don't know. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're right. Maybe there is a sitter coming for the baby or someone else i mean we don't know the situation yeah but if this is how they're feeling with their mother-in-law then i think it's definitely worth the conversation yeah i mean i just <laughs> i've never met a mother-in-law that was like i hate to say subtle but <laughs> <laughs> like i think if she felt insulted in some way you would have that vibe so i don't i don't think it's that i, I don't, don't think, think it's an, an insult no i don't all. definitely don't think it's an insult thing i think if it and again, this is just going off my gut right now because I don't, still don't feel like we have all the information. Mm-hmm. My feeling is is that the mother-in-law probably doesn't feel like she could handle the two kids or she's exhausted after the one child yeah. and she feels probably a little bit guilty about it and doesn't know how to bring it up to them. Right. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think <laughs> I would be exhausted. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, especially two to three. That's our three-year-old. She's running around. Yeah. Yeah. The, between the ages of one and three, I think, are the toughest. Yeah. I mean, you even know just from having your own kids, like, mm-hmm. how much attention each one takes. But then also at certain ages is when you're kind of trying to get them ready for school, too. Yeah. So two to three is like... If she's really great babysitter, which I'm sure she is, she's probably like reading to her and exactly. like trying to do certain activities. Mm-hmm. And like it's not like let me just plop her in front of this TV. No. So like if you're not doing that, it's like yeah, it's really work, you know. Yep, a, a two to three year old requires a hundred percent attention. They want to be entertained all day, all night. Right. I know, but um, yeah, I think just talk to her about it. It's, or even you could open the conversation just saying like, hey, like I know she's running around now she's a handful like is is it's, this still okay as it is right now exactly. are you tired do you want one day off like yeah <laughs> approach it like hey we want to make sure you're okay that's not too exactly. much or whatever or being taken advantage of or whatever it is so. very true because remember whoever has the opportunity of having mom dad in-laws help with raising your children mm-hmm. are very very lucky i was very lucky to have my mom and my mother-in-law you know, certain families don't, but you know, if you do, God bless, you know, but also don't take advantage. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good, but, um, good luck and I'm sure it'll all work out either way. Absolutely. It's nice. It sounds like there's not an issue and you guys at least get along. Remember, (laughs) honesty is the best policy. (laughs) For full honesty? I, I do believe full honesty. Yeah, I do. Okay. I have a, I actually have a perfect question that we were given some like quick hitters. And one actually has to do with honesty. So I'm curious to hear after you said that. Okay. Have you ever caught someone lying, but you can't tell them because of how you found out? Would you still confront the lying? I was definitely in that position. (laughs) (laughs) I was definitely in that position. But I, there's always a way to confront it without 
writing out how you found out. There always is. I like to think Trust so, me when I tell you. Is it because there's a second part to this? Okay. Of just, have you ever caught your child lying to you? How did you handle it? So I'm curious. Catching someone in a way that you're or whatever. What's the first part? It's caught someone lying, but you can't tell them how. I'm assuming. Are you referring to a situation with one of your kids, or like a friend? There's a couple of situations that I was put in, <laughs> believe it or not. One is, yes, yes, my child. Mm. Um, and now I'll never forget it because he was in seventh grade. Okay. And uh, another situation was something else. But again, I confronted it in a way without getting the person ratted out. Right. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it at that. If it's through, See, if it's through another person, I feel like it is easy to kind of just be like i know i found out however there's scenarios of like say you found something out of if you look through like your kid's phone then it's like the kid can kind of be like hey you look through my stuff and like invaded my privacy no no the lying that happened in seventh grade was definitely not through the phone it was through an assignment at school oh uh, okay and my son swore up and down <laughs> to the point that he had me believing and really okay you know i actually stuck up for him mm. and uh i guess you know the day after the guilt was too much for him and he fessed up really okay but he ended up actually getting in more trouble for lying I than mean. for actually doing what he did I would assume so. And I have to tell you, since then, there hasn't been any other no, lies. No lies? No. There hasn't. I mean, there's been stuff that occurred, and he comes out and tells me. <laughs> but um, since that situation... See, we have a policy in this house. You're allowed to mess up mm -hmm. your children. You're definitely allowed to mess up. But if you come out and tell us the truth from, from the get-go, then the consequences are much less severe than um if we find out you lie so the policy here is the first time is a mistake the second time is a choice very true it always gets worse too mm -hmm. we've all been caught even as like a little white lie to like spare someone's feelings but then all of a sudden if you like change your mind even on something people are like that's something you said last time you're like what yeah, is it <laughs> you know what the crazy part is erica though i mean you'll find this out one day when when you have kids as a parent I know me, mm -hmm. even though my son swore up and down that day that he did not do what he did, deep inside, something was telling me that he was lying. Yeah, about something, right? As a parent, as a parent, you, you follow your gut. Yeah, I mean, I've had this with um, someone I actually was dating for a little bit. Ah. Uh, I was in a situation of I saw... He had like a shelf in his room and he had cards up and it was someone that like I dated once before we stopped seeing each other, dated again. So this is round two, we're dating and I see there's a card up there that actually was from me from the first time. Oh. And I kind of was like, oh, that's nice. And so I go and I look at this card, but then of course there's like three, four other cards, right? So I look at one of the cards and it's from a different girl. And it's a birthday card, and I knew when his birthday was because that's when my card was from, right? And essentially, I was like, huh, that's when you started talking to me again. And then I remember, like, we went out right before it was, like, Christmas, 
there was another card from this girl that was a Christmas card, and I love you was written in it, and I was like, oh, okay. Boy. Like, I was like, okay, that's, but it's like, I saw the info, but then I kind of was in the spot of like, was this technically snooping? This is just out. Like, I was like, I wasn't. Oh, I hope you didn't go talk to him look again. through the stuff. No, it was, no, because I just kind of sat there being like, well, you know, someone else is around. And I remember I just asked a question about something that I basically got a timeline that he lied. But I just, it was like, I just needed confirmation. Uh-huh. And I remember even texting my brother and my brother literally gave me like a legal term. If evidence is found not within legal, like, law, like, basically, like, if you search someone's house without a warrant, that evidence is considered, like, you can't use it in the case. So he was like, you are in this pickle, he goes, where you're going to be looked at as you snooped. He goes, so it doesn't matter that you're right. He goes, you snooped. So he was like, don't even bring it up. He kind of was like, there's your answer. There's clearly some other girl he's also seeing. That's his guilt. Yeah, right, you know? That's his guilt. (laughs) But I just was like, oh, okay, all right. But it was more I knew, and I kind of was just like, I'm just going to leave, you know, type of thing. But it was, but that was, that came to mind when I read this. I was like, I remember that being like, well, I know you're lying to me, but I don't have to say it out loud because I just more was like. Yeah, that's a different situation, kind of like, you know someone's lying, but that, that person really doesn't mean much to you right now, so yeah it was also like this is already round two of us dating it didn't work out once it was like well guess it's not working out again all right well that's all we have for today uh thank you guys so much for emailing (laughs) your questions if you want to email us it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com that's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com and as always if you could leave us a review on apple Podcasts, it really helps us out and you can find us on instagram at lisa velastro4 and i'm at sparica And that's all we have for this week, guys. Thanks so much, guys. Till next time. Till next week. Bye.